That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire, running your own company, achieving your life's goals, yet wake up in a cold sweat next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Well, hello, caviar dreamers. Hello, caviar dreamers. Coming to you from a new room. Yes, we're coming to you from my library. And don't freak out. That's not that's not a real gun. That is, um, for those of you listening, you won't realize I have a little ceramic gun in here. But, you know, it's objet d'art. And that skull next to it is actually the head of my ex-boyfriend. So do freak out. Yes, yes, yes. I'm like, oh, my hand. No. <laughs> Woo. I don't want to even talk about that. That's like creepy stuff. But you know, um, New York, uh, Rolling Stone wrote an article about it. By the way, I read that article, and by the way, I was they I. Said it's like a fetish thing. That doesn't mean like he really wants to eat you. And I actually read. Maybe he wants so to bite funny you. That you read that because I was going to bring it up to say I actually found that really interesting. I was talking about this on the way home yesterday with Brian. You know. The, the article had a really good point. You could say whatever you want, like sexual stuff that might be a little yeah, freaky, it might be a little kinky. Stuff. It doesn't mean you play. did it. It doesn't mean he really wants to chop up an ear. I mean, I think, I don't know. We just have to say, I don't think he really wants to chop up people and eat them. He never I said that out loud. It might be like some like little fantasy. He's like so obsessed with her. Yeah. You don't know what it means. Maybe once he sushi off her, like it said, we don't know. Oh, little Bella wants to come up. Look at little Bella. My dog oh, wants to come Bella in. wants to join in. She heard about the cannibals. But wait, she was we in. have a great person on Jane, meanwhile. We do. And it's funny. I was saying to Lisa before we got on the air in the office, um, I love memes. And I was trying to think of like why memes became so popular. And it makes me think of like when I was a little kid and I'd be in the, like, the card shop with my mom yes. buying birthday cards, and she'd see a card, and she'd say, I love that. That reminds me of your Auntie Janice, that joke. I'll buy it and save it for a birthday. Well, memes are like those birthday cards that it's meant true. something. But now you could share them with your friend instantly. I know, and I want to know how my friend, Faces by Bravo, his name is Steve, Steve Krugel, or I'd like to say Steve Kruglet. Kruglet. <laughs> they get very French, um, who's a nurse in a pediatric cancer ward. He's an amazing human. 
came up with this concept. What is his Bravo obsession? How is he so goddamn clever, Stevie? Mm -hmm. I, I'm obsessed with you. But before we do that, I'm doing um, the plug for my book, named after our podcast, Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget, or really, that, that's been my mantra my whole life, uh, on pre-order. You guys have to pre-order it because I think you're really going to like it. It's inspiring and amazing. And it's Marge's Life Lessons pre-order or get it when it comes out on April 13th, whichever you prefer, but get it, read it. Cause I think you'll get a kick out of it. Oh, you're definitely going to get a kick out of it. A great stories that you cry. don't know about. It's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you cry. Just like me. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's get Steve on. I took it right off my bookshelf. Hello. Hello. With faces by Bravo. Better know. I call you Steve Kruglay. Steve Krugel is better known as Steve, Steve Krugel. There you go. You got Steve it. Kruglay. You're very glamorous. And uh, so that's why I had to change your last name a little. <laughs> I love it. I love it. How are you? Good. How are you? You guys look beautiful. You're so sweet. You uh, look your great. eyes your look eyes amazing. Matches your shirt looks oh, great. Thank you. Stop. My drug's barking. But anyway, I gave you your introduction. I don't know if people know. I said, first of all, you're like so clever, so smart, so fabulous. But people don't know your real career, your original career. Yes. You're so, a your cancer nurse, right? I am. I've been, I'm going on 10 years. Can you believe no, it? No, you years. don't even look like you're old enough to be working wow. for 10 years. So Probably the Botox. No, I mean, you do not have a wrinkle in the world. So just tell us, I mean, did you always want to be in healthcare? Tell me, tell us how you got started. And then we're going to so basically when um, I was in high school going into college, I knew I wanted to be in the medical field. I originally thought I wanted to be a doctor and, um, Marge, you've met me, you know me. Yes. I'm very much a people person. Totally. Love, like, can talk to anybody, and I just, I love being around people. And what I did realize, um, being a doctor wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do. I wanted to be at the bedside as a nurse and being with the patients, you know, throughout my 12-hour shifts versus, um, you know, seeing them less frequently, sort of deciding the plan. So when... I was my junior year of college. I switched um, gears a little during my internship and searched for grad schools to go to nursing, go into nursing. Instead of getting like a second bachelor's, I wanted to find a program that I could get a master's in and found the program at UVA. And because mm -hmm. of Penn State being super involved in pediatric cancer, I like was very involved with um, the dance marathon at Penn State, raising money for the Four Diamonds Fund. We had um, adopted our own families as far as like the kids that are going through treatment and stuff. Um, so pediatric oncology had always been my, my passion. So as soon as I finished grad school, um, I got a job um, in DC at the Children's Hospital and mm -hmm. it's history. That's amazing. And now you're in California. And now I'm out in California. Yep. I know you are. So, I mean, it's such a, it's such an rewarding job, but it's also heartbreaking as well. It is. You got to definitely build up a barrier. It's funny because, um, you know, you always think that you're prepared, you're prepared, you're prepared to like, you know, at times you are going to have loss, which it, it, that's very difficult. And you think you're prepared. And then when it happens for the first time, you're like, whoa, this rocked my world. But now I've learned to be able to like keep, I need to protect myself in addition to protecting my little, my babies and 
my yes, loved, of course. The, their loved ones. Yeah, because you have to be able to get up the next day and do it again. 1,000%. I have to say my most rewarding experience was one of my patients um, invited me and one of my best friends who's also a nurse and then um, the uh, physician assistant, uh, we accompanied them to Good Morning America for Robin Roberts' five-year bone marrow transplant. Oh, that's so nice. And he got to meet his bone marrow transplant donor on Good Morning America. Oh, my God. That must have been so emotional, so amazing. It was incredible. That is incredible. And that's, oh, my God, I'm going to cry now that you're even just saying that is so (laughs) sweet and that they love you and took you. And I mean, that is amazing. It was. It is. That's literally the probably one of the most proud moments of my life to be able to be there for them and just watch my my little guy get to meet the person that saved his life. I know, that's, that's so incredible. sweet. That's what's so rewarding, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just like with this crazy fucked up world, there's so many good things still, yeah. right? I just wanna say, cause you're a frontline worker, did you get the vaccine yet? I had my first one. So um, I actually had COVID also. <laughs> uh, all <laughs> um, of us, the COVID, the COVID queens right here. Yes, COVID queen right here. Um, I had COVID back in November. Um, boy, so that fatigue was insane. I have never it been is. so tired in my life. Um, I and slept it lingers. Like it lingers. Hours a day. It was insane. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I got my first vaccine. I want to say not last week, but the week before, and then I'll get my second one January 29th. Good, good. And how you feeling? It's fine, right? It was fine. Yeah, I didn't even. It didn't hurt. Um, I had a little arm soreness when, like, at night when I went to bed, but d- the actual vaccine itself, I didn't feel, and um, I didn't really have any other side effects. Good, good. I mean, we have to encourage people to get the vaccine. Other people are like, Absolutely. I don't want to be, I don't want to be forced. I don't mm-hmm. want to be this. But people will get on a plane, mm-hmm. go to Africa, Thailand, wherever it is, and get a vaccine to go on a vacation. But they're bitching about getting the COVID vaccine. I find that so bizarre. And I've done, I looked at the research. I've looked at like the peer reviewed articles and it's fascinating what they've done to create this incredible vaccine. And I really encourage people to get it. I mean, this is, we need this. We need to protect ourselves. We need to protect each other. And we want some sort of sense of normalcy again. And this is a way for us to get that back. Yeah, that's and what I say. It's also important as well, because I'm sure some of your patients can't get the vaccine. Exactly. Because they're immunocompromised. So if we all get the vaccine, we're protecting those who can't get it also. Exactly. So that is one thing that I've always said about vaccines in general is a lot of people don't think about when they're thinking, I'm not getting a vaccine. They're thinking for themselves. They're like, mm-hmm. I'm not getting it because I don't want it. I, I'm not going to, what's my decision to not get a vaccine going to do to anybody else? Well, there are people that would love to get certain vaccines, but can't because of health problems, um, allergies, et cetera. And it's, in my opinion, our job to protect those people in addition to ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. I am with you one thousand percent. And I, and I just think everybody is being a little a little crazy. Like, oh, it came out so quick. Of course, it came out quick. They had so many people working on it because we are in a rush to to get this country back together where it belongs. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't keep going on like this. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I I I might have told you this the other day, Marge. But like, I 
all of 2020, I did, I'm usually pretty positive. I like yes, to, yes. I, I like to so upbeat. You know, always look on the bright side of things. And I'm pretty good at like, just, you know, compartmentalizing and just like putting on, you know, a happy face. But like, now we're entering into 2021. And, you know, we're still LA, it's, it's bleak out here. And yes, LA, is yeah. you guys are really shut down. And it's scary. Mm -hmm. The positivity is, you know, I'm, I'm trying, but it's, it's a little tough at times. So I'm ready for some things to get back to normal. It's true. Well, I want to talk about all the positivity you bring to yes. so many people on Instagram. Thank you, you. So many people smile every day, laugh, <laughs> faces by Bravo. I mean, your memes are unbelievable. You are, now, now how did this start? When did yes. you start this? Because that's so, how I met you, faces by yes. Bravo. I thought you were, you know, you were so hilarious. Yeah, so actually, mm -hmm. you know, I, when I was in DC, I didn't have like a lot of great hobbies because I don't like to work out. <laughs> I'm not a fitness. You're in great shape, Jesus. Oh, thank you. I, I was not a big fan of working out and, you know, working as a nurse, I have re really weird hours. So, you know, I'd be off on days when everyone else is working and, you know, my passion though, outside of work is Bravo. Love Bravo. I love Real Housewives. I I'm a self-proclaimed Real Housewives historian. I could tell you, you the most ridiculous little facts about everything on Real Housewives, but, um, and I figured, you know what? I need a hobby besides brunch. Um, <laughs> I need to try something different. And Housewives is where I thrive and I love. And so I created Faces by Bravo. And, you know, it just has sort of taken off. I think it was June of 2018. Eventually, it was growing so fast, like thousands of people per week. And then, you know, Bravo started following, Housewives started following, and... Um, people started asking me to do podcasts and it was just, it really people, just- You were at BravoCon. I mean, you were yes, BravoCon. Bravo yes. You were invited to BravoCon. Yes, I mean, exactly. I couldn't barely, I was only allowed to take one person a day, you know? I was like, <laughs> you know. And we is, got to meet backstage in the press that's room. That's when we got to meet backstage, exactly. Yes. Um, you know, and it's just, I, it's just really taking off. And um, one thing that like I've started experimenting with and I'm hoping to sort of launch is um, Housewives Trivia. I did the other night. Um, I love that. Real Housewives yeah. Trivia on Instagram Live. People were loving it. Thousands of people popped in. And actually two Bravo or three Bravo celebrities surprised and popped in as well. Uh, PK went live for like 30 minutes with me. Um, <laughs> well, Dr. you have Tiffany a lot Moon. of, you, your friends, a lot of Bravo celebrities and your Bravo celebrities love you. And cause oh, you, have such, you. you have such a great account. I mean, you were even on Housewives of OC. I was, I was, I, you, you helped you were, it was a very poignant uh, scene with mm -hmm. Bronwyn's son when he did drag, which was so sweet. And so, you know, it was, it was emotional. It was, mm -hmm. it was a great scene. And and I loved it so much. And you were you were like his um, what what do we? I did the wigs. You did the wigs, and I don't know what you were I'm like. His drag mom. Drag, drag mom. Mother, yeah. His drag mom. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. Which was, so, which was so sweet. And he looked he looked beautiful. He looked stunning. Mm -hmm. We went down the next day. This wasn't um, filmed, but we um, took a sprinter down to San Diego the next day. And Bronwyn and Emily Simpson both were judges for. Um, 
a drag charity event down in San Diego. Uh, was it Toddlers and Tiaras? And it was a fantastic <laughs> event. And um, he did drag again that day. And he got to meet some of the most incredible, like famous RuPaul drag queens, Ooh. some Ooh. other drag queens. It, it was just a fantastic weekend. I know. My goal in life, I, I'm just putting it out there again, is to be a judge on RuPaul. Um, I guess should. I know, yeah, I know. I said you really should. I'm obsessed. And the other thing is, this season, you know, Olivia Lux, who's on there. Mm -hmm. Olivia Lux. Uh, I voted her, and she won Miss Paradise in New Jersey. Oh my god! Like our Asbury Park. It's a very big thing, you know. Very, very fabulous. Remind me, Olivia Lux. She's the one with the the, the little, little purse. handbags. The little yes. handbags. She's oh my gosh! My boyfriend and I are obsessed with her. We think she is. You can just tell with her smile. She is just so genuinely like, sweet. so genuinely, yes. and her choreography is great. Mm -hmm. And she's just very like old vintage Hollywood glam. And Love she her. was, uh, I voted her and I judged her for a contest before she, just before she went on RuPaul and then COVID hit. So literally it was, I think like the week before. It was the week before. And it was so sad because the prize for winning Miss Paradise is to, you know, fulfill a live drag residency for the whole year at the Paradise mm -hmm. and it shut down. But uh -huh. luckily RuPaul came along. And I guess if you were fulfilling that residency in the real world, you yes. couldn't have done the yes. show. It's so it's a, that's it true. Yeah, in, in Jersey, end. Asbury is so fabulous. In the summer, oh. drag shows, glamour. It's just the best thing ever in the entire universe. I just love to be there. I've heard one of my friends from college, um, is actually it's actually Melissa's cousin Nick. Do you know Nick? Oh Nick, Nick Marco. Yes. Of course, I was at his birthday yes. party. Yes, Nick, he lives in Asbury. He lives in Asbury. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. It always looks like it's a great place to be. So good, so good. I love. It. I used to go there as a little girl. It wasn't as glamorous then, and now it's just everything I want. You know, want to be and be there at. So let's talk some some Bravo stuff because a you're so cool. How much time does that take up? Because that's like a, it's like a second full time job. <laughs> it honestly feels that way. Um, it just depends on the day because like there's some days where I'm like very driven and want to like get, get a bunch of stuff. Um, I never really like plan a lot of things out. It's usually like something comes to me and I think of it or if I'm watching Bravo and I see something, I'm like, oh, I can make a meme out of that. I'm usually not like I'm not like planning ahead, trying to make a whole bunch of things ahead of time. It's usually an in the moment thing for me. The one thing that really has, um, I've really started loving to do is recreating Bravo moments yeah. in my yeah. wigs. I love it. I love the wigs. Yes. You have the outfits. I mean, you, get, you nail it. You nail it. It's all, and I just love that it's like, not full drag. I'm still have my beard. Yes, um, yes. Like no makeup. It's I know it's so funny. It adds just another little layer to it. And um, you know, I did theater in high school and I loved it. So this I've like slowly starting to build my skills on video editing, kind of with the green screen and all of that. Um, so that definitely takes a long time. But overall, um, you know, it is it's a lot of work. And um I again it's a passion. I love it. Um, I don't feel like, I feel like once it doesn't become fun anymore, that's when it will have to take a backseat. But I love it. Right you now. have such a community. You're, you're, yes. you're very Bravo historians, one of your best friends, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> love her. And I mean, and, you guys, and you have so many people in the Bravo community, you guys all stick together, mm -hmm. which I love. And you're all very different. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's so funny. And speaking of Bravo historian, what's crazy is you met her at BravoCon. Yes, yes. Um, so her and I have been friends via like the Bravo groups and stuff for years, but, but we met in person at BravoCon. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought no, you but yeah, we like revealed that um, that weekend. It was, we had never met in person, but we were, we've like literally text every day. We talked every day. And it's just like things like that where the Bravo community brings people together in such a weird way. Um, and it was like, as if I've known her forever. I know. Tell me about, you're watching Salt Lake. How much do you love Salt Lake? It is everything to me. It is everything that I we needed in 2020. It. Like, I uh, wish we would have had and I, Joe and I are obsessed. He is, we die, he and I love Mary. I'm obsessed. I mean, that's my favorite. That's your, I saw you wrote her queen. You know what? Uh, <laughs> There's nothing fake about that woman. No. She doesn't try too hard. She is just exactly the way she is. I mean, I saw her the other day um, saying she didn't like her makeup for the reunion. I was that, <laughs> it, that upset me because it was one of my friends I know who did her makeup. Oh, no. I was like, you don't say that. Wow, that's sketchy. That's not so, nice. That's, you no, know, but like, and, but that's quintessential that's Mary, in my is. opinion. Like, no also, obviously, I love Heather. You know, Heather. Oh, yeah. Heather love gets- Heather. That's actually one thing about Salt Lake so far. And again, we've only, we have one season, but none of them I dislike. Like they all bring something to the table that is good. And it's rare for me to not at least dislike one of the cast members. I know. And we're only one season in, but we'll see. I mean, they're all like zero fucks given. They they haven't, you know, I guess now, let's see how they are after they watch back their season. Of course, right. you know, my husband loves Whitney. Yeah. He loves like a hot blonde. You know, my husband loves a blonde. Love boobs, Whitney. Cute hairdo. He's like, Whitney's my favorite. I'm cute. like, Joe! I mean, he's scary for the thing, but Whitney's the best. And I'm like, I okay. love her voice. Yeah. It's like this little, oh my God, you know, like little baby voice. I know. Ser- when she was trying to get confrontational, it was so adorable. <laughs> I know. Was so drunk. Thing. I know. <laughs> I was like, you got to come to the East Coast. You need to, you need some training. Yeah. And by the absolutely. way, you texted me about our trailer, and I was on an airplane, and I didn't see it till we landed. Crazy, right? Literally, it it boosted so much serotonin. I like needed that. It was so so good. It gave me new school Jersey with like obviously y'all for the past three seasons have been killing it casting wise and then um it gave me old school jersey feel with the family the feuds some of the feuds that you just didn't expect to come and the intro where y'all are talking about you know you don't ever know what's going on in people's marriages and just the flashing of everyone kissing and all it was just so dramatic i know i loved the fbi feel of melissa walking away i was like oh this is good this is like fun i know when i saw the church i was like wow they killed it i you know because of course i had no idea and it was i was like oh my god we landed i was like i'm crying this one's screaming I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, but I mean, I think we, we had a really good season, which is good. So I think you'll get some good memes out of it. Oh, I hope so. I mean, I, I already had a couple already. And I have, um, I have one waiting to go. I just need to think of whenever you were showing off your new girls. 
I know, I know. <laughs> Melissa pulled my top down. Joe almost fainted because it was a reduction and a lift, a slight reduction and a lift because my tits were like literally on my stomach. So I said, I don't know what took me so long. So they're like, Margaret's new boobies, you know, because it's like I'd be taping. All these other girls, listen, I love the girls on my show. All the tits are big. Jennifer got a lift and she got an implant. I didn't get an implant. They lifted me. They reduced me. So they're like, oh, let's see him. Let's see him. And Melissa just like rips my top off. I'm like, oh my God. Well, they look great. They Thank look you. fantastic. It was so <laughs> fun. But Joe saw them in the trailer. He's like, I know you're fucking kidding me. Uh, I was like. I had to text you because they were on the plane. <laughs> so I saw the trailer before them. I texted Marjorie. I was like, spoiler alert. The girls make an appearance. She <laughs> they make an appearance. Joe sees this when I you mean, watch me, it together. I'm just like, whatever. After you give birth and everybody sees your puss, I mean, yeah. you know, you know seriously, shaming to you. No. But right. my husband was just like, "Are you insane? Are you insane?" Because he's always Marge. Like, I have to tell you, face incredible. You, Thank you. Thank look. You. Thank you. I had, good, I had a good surgeon. Thank you. I, it's not too plastic, right? No, not at all. That's right. why I think it looks so good. It looks very just well done. So natural. Oh, thank you so much. I'm not, I'm you not. know, I do aesthetics as well. So I know that stuff. Like it looks just, that's so good. good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It looks but really I'm good. not happy with the cast photo because I don't look like my cast photo. My cast photo, A, I look like I have cross eyes. <laughs> my nose looks good. I was like, I saw the cast photo. I was like, that doesn't even really look like me. Yeah, I think sometimes the cast photos are not a very good representation. They like over photoshopped us. Yeah. I was gonna say last season, or not last season, well, the past couple seasons, I was shocked at the one they chose for Melissa the past couple seasons. This one yes. was great. Mm -hmm. this one but it was like she was like not really smiling or doing a, like it was like she was holding in a fart. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be honest. Jennifer Aiden slayed. Looks amazing. She looks I had to the text best. that. I was like, God, I, you I did really too. I said, you look gorgeous. Wow. I told the she was great. the winner of the cast yeah. photo, I have she to is. say. But she I was. said, Teresa, I was like, her body looks good, but I was like, her face doesn't look like that. No. She looks sometimes amazing. they just need to lay off it's lay off the Photoshop sometimes. Just let yeah. it be more natural. Yeah, I was like fine. appalled. Well, so, I think you look stunning. You are you are so sweet. I've been playing a great new game called Word Collect. What's Word Collect? Word Collect is an amazing game. It has over 2,000 levels. The more you play, the harder it gets, and it challenges you every day. It keeps your mind so sharp, and it increases my vocabulary, which oh, you know I love. I love a good vocabulary, and I need to keep my girls sharp on their feet, and they always say, I have a great vocabulary on the show, so I need to, to play to. And you know what? This is something I could play late at night instead of shopping late at night. Because we all know I have horrible insomnia. Yeah. So I want to check out this word collect. Tell me more. It's really great. You can go on now. If you sign up now, Word Collect's offering 2,500 coins and 500 gems as a bonus when you download it and play. Yeah. Let's play some different games. This is great. Exactly. Because and something that keeps you smart and sharpens your mind, not yeah. like mindless games. Exactly. And it's fun. It's easy. It takes your mind off crazy things going on in the world. Better than reading the news. It's fun. So you got to download it and play, Marge. So basically, let's go to the Apple or Google store and search for Word Collect. So if you're like me and want to get fit in the new year with your mind and body, download Word Collect for free today. Let's talk about, because I know you're, you're close to us. What's going to happen on this OC? Are they, do they need to mix it up? What are we going to uh, do? I can tell you what I want. We got to do all, because you got to go down every mm -hmm. franchise now. Yeah, so OC. OC has needed a shakeup for five seasons now 
And last season they were promising this huge shakeup and all we got rid of was Tamara Judge, who was not the one to get rid of, in my opinion. I Tamara agree. needed to stay. Um, so I'm hoping that after this season, we need a full cast. Like think back to Re Real Housewives New York season five. They cut a whole bunch of the cast, kept two or three of them. And let's, let's get some new blood. Let's breathe new life into OC because OC used to be so good. I'm telling you, it's just, it hasn't been good for a while. And we need, we need some excitement. We need to shake it up a little. We really need, I would be very happy with Tamara coming back. Um, but I also want like a whole bunch of new faces. Um, I would love to see Tamara. I would love to see Bronwyn. I would love to see um, if any other past ones I would love to see come back. Lizzie would be someone I'd be down to see. Mm -hmm. But overall, I want some new blood. I want um, some, some new faces to really stir things up and bring some life back into the franchise. I think Shannon's shtick is kind of overplayed at this point. Um, I think we've seen all that we're gonna see out of Shannon, in my opinion. Um, Kelly Dodd, while she is definitely, um, you know, the villain and everything, I, I think, it's very obvious that a lot of viewers don't really have interest in seeing her back, uh -huh. but I don't know what they're going to do with that. Um, we'll see. You'll see. And Beverly Hills, I'm excited to see Kathy Hilton. Kathy Hilton. Yeah. The alt, like, I <laughs> am so excited about Kathy Hilton. I think um, the only thing I'm sad about is I would have loved to see the trifecta, Kathy, Kyle, and Kim all Yes. Um, yes. yes. I, I mean, so Kim won't be on it all. We are. I don't think so. Cause when I've talked to her, she, um, she is isolating, you know, throughout the quarantine. I have a feeling she would not go out to film. Um, that's just my guess. I don't know. I can't confirm or anything for sure, but that's just mm -hmm. my guess. Um, I'm excited for Crystal. Um, yes, I like. I actually ordered her coconut milk. Oh. I'm very supportive of other housewives. You like, are. You support other women. I support yes. other women and other houses. Anybody has a business on the show, I'm like, all right. And I ordered it's her very coconut good. milk. It's very good. I'll very have good. to try it. I'll have to try it then. Yeah, we don't. Um, have dairy, so we I think that Kathy Hilton. So you know how um, usually they keep things really like under wraps during filming, as you guys would know. Yes, yes. But um, when they went on that first cast trip, they did um, like a little video with Crystal and Kathy out in the woods and like talking about their experience so far. What surprised me about Kathy is she gives me little like kooky personality like Kim, which excites me because Kim is one of my all-time favorite housewives. So... <laughs> If I'm gonna see like a, I think it's gonna be interesting to see her um, her dynamic with the ladies. I also don't think that she will let anybody get away with anything. I'm excited. Be great. I, I think yeah. it's it's gonna be a great mix. I wonder, you, you know, so I'm excited to see that. Do you think Erica's gonna mention it all though? Oh, I think she's gonna have to mention it all. I think no one's gonna not let her off the hook. I don't yeah. think they're gonna let her off the hook. I'm I'm very very intrigued to see how that's all gonna unwind. I think at this point you have no choice but to mention it all. I mean, I had to talk really about my do. fucking stupid lawsuits, yes, and I mean, and this is real major. I have to say and applaud you, you the way you handled like your lawsuit, you being so forthcoming and all of yes. that. 
applaud, I applaud you for that because I hate Thank when people you. try to cover something up because it ends up making it worse than it really is. Even when it's something that's so natural and like business and stuff. No, it's totally, mm -hmm. it's normal and things happen. And it's like, mm -hmm. listen, sometimes in lessons you can't give out certain details, which I'm sure Erica won't be able to, but it's totally. like, be like, you know, you could just cut to the chase, you know? Well, you also can control the narrative before it gets out of hand for someone else. Yeah, and like, I think ahead people of it. have to be honest. Things happen in life. And I think being a housewife and you're putting your life out there, listen, I don't talk about my kids because they're grown adults. Right. That's different mm -hmm. because that's their choice and they don't want to be on the show. So I don't do that. But everything else in my, in my life, I'm just like, this is the way it happened, ba ba ba, done, whatever it is, you know? And if you don't, you give, or or if people don't show up to certain things while you're filming, it, it allows the other women, it allows the viewers, it allows production to create a narrative that may not be the case, but if you don't give the, if you don't take the opportunity to seize it, take control of it, then that's all what, that, that's left to everybody else. And I think yes, you did a great job just like- Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. No, I agree. So we'll see if she you know, mm -hmm. mentions it all, but there's, I do feel like there's so many people though on Instagram who like want to take her down. Yeah. That I one account that. that Dana, I don't know, what's her name? Dana. Oh, Dana Wilkie. Dana yes. Wilkie. Ooh. Yeah, her whole she, thing is like take down the Housewives of Beverly Hills. She, you was on season two. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was pretty iconic on season two as in a way that she was, she was funny to watch. I, mm -hmm. I didn't, um, I talked, I've talked to her a few times in her DMs, but um, she is doing, she started her podcast and I think she's doing like digging into the dirt of all the different housewives of what's going on and I kind know. of revealing it. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow. I was like, you know, but more on Beverly Hills as opposed to other franchises. Yes. Um, I'd be, it's interesting because that's her home franchise. I wonder, I wonder why so focused on Beverly Hills. But, well, if you, you come to New Jersey digging the dirt, you wind up sleeping with the fishes. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> Don't be sitting the dirt on us. <clears throat> I know. Um, I'm excited for Beverly. And wait. Actually, last season, what were your thoughts on last season of Beverly Hills? Because I, I loved it. I thought it was very good. I'm going to be honest. I did somehow feel sorry for Denise. She should have owned it right away. She should have just said, mm -hmm. what do you give a shit who I sleep with? Thank I you. Been, what do you Thank give you. a shit who I yeah. sleep with? You know what? Maybe I said that, maybe I didn't. It's none of your fucking business. But you know what I mean? I would have handled it totally different. Totally. handled it totally poorly. But I think they pushed it a little far, like they like they cared about it too much. So because I don't like, I do not like Brandy Glanville at all. No, that's fair. And like, I actually think that was a dumb move on Brandy's part. Like, if she was thinking this was her way back on the show, what she really should have done is, in my opinion, held on to that little nugget if she really wanted to put it out there, get that full time diamond back. And then do what you want with yeah. it. I do have a hot take though about like how you said everyone was still like holding yeah. on to it. The way I looked at it, and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I don't. I think the way I was looking at how they were talking about the Denise stuff, it wasn't about whether or not she slept with Denise was the issue to the other ladies. 
it was about how she was saying she was lying about everything else yes. prior. So this adds the, to the fact that, so before you said, I never, you never said any of this and you were lying, you're lying about this. You're just being a liar in general. I don't think it was, they didn't give a shit about whether she slept with her. It was more about like lying so much to cover up yeah. some of the yeah, other Yeah, I know drama. exactly what you're you know saying. What I mean? And I also was like, after seeing Secrets Revealed last year, I was like, there was so much stuff. Why didn't production sprinkle in more things rather than making it seem like it's a one note, you know, everyone attacked Denise. I think people would have really enjoyed seeing yes, more of the other stuff. I agree, I agree. The other thing is though, I did agree with Denise where they were like, when she said, I don't want to talk in front of my kids. You are one person, not in front mm -hmm. of your children, right? Right. You're, you're not your children's friends. You're not. But your children's father is also Charlie Sheen. Yes, I so agree I with that too. I was a little bit more like I wild things, and you. No, I, I, I don't agree, like but tend to no, be innocent. she does. She doesn't have to pretend to be innocent, but maybe she didn't want to talk about it in front of her kids. Listen, I get that. there's certain things I don't talk kids to filming with. No, the girls don't bring your kids to filming thing. with the girls. I agree. With and that. on top of this, she actually was the one that brought up sex stuff first. Yes. Oh, so she opened the. She opened. Oh, the, I didn't the conversation. That but I yeah. just like yeah. I just was like I was you know what I mean? But you want to root for Denise so bad, but I do, I know. I couldn't. It was just like, ugh. But anywho, I'm excited for next season. I think yes, it'll be great. Yes, yes. Will be good. So what about Dallas? Have you been watching Dallas? Love, love, love. So last season was really dark. Did not love last season. This season obsessed so far we're two episodes in dr moon i know i have, have to catch up a more perfect addition it's so far it's been so fun it's been light they have important conversations um you know brandy obviously had the video yes that was very a very big problem and wrong um the yeah, way they've very, handled very it so far is good. Good, good. It's very obvious on the show she how she feels and expresses remorse. Dr. Moon, when she's talking with her and telling her story and her every, it's just all done very, very good, well. Good. People make dumb mistakes. You have to own it. Be you know, very apologetic. Yeah, you got to show your remorse and be truly sorry. I think but it's it also nice that like when we support people being able to be accountable, say sorry, show remorse, yeah. learn from the behavior. Sometimes it's just good to take the moment, think about it, learn, see how you can do better and apologize. Yes, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I think uh, that's my always thing. It's like, I my biggest pet peeve is when people are like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Ooh, yes. No yeah. shithead. I go crazy. That's my big thing on my show and everyone gets mad at me. You're, you're not Miss Apology 101. You don't have to teach us how to apologize. I'm like, I do. Don't be fucking sorry for the way I feel. You know, I go crazy. Yes. So like, what's next for you? Like, what what is like, where do you see yourself like taking this? Is there anything you're just going to let it play? Like, tell me what I you- just, I just like it playing it or um, how, see how it plays out right now. So um, Faces, you know, continue to follow there. Faces by Bravo. I'm doing that. I really enjoy that. I enjoy my brackets. I enjoy my recreation. I know your brackets, the best outfits, not by yes. the housewife you love, but no. by the housewife that looks the best. Exactly. It's always, I'm I always, always have to picking, put my disclaimer. I'm always looking who looks the best. I always do it. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but right now what I'm working on is this, making this trivia thing um, a regular thing, maybe like a once or twice a month 
um, through like a Patreon or something like that. Because fun fact, I don't make money from Faces by Bravo, but like doing the trivia, you know, once or twice a month could be something fun. And, and then um, we were doing But Now We Said It, which is um, YouTube. Basically, my I envisioned a view style talk show with um, three of my friends um, where we discussed Bravo and we were doing that uh, very consistently. It was great. And then my friend, unfortunately, um, who is from Canada, is stuck in Canada, has not been able to get back in yet. So we are on pause for that, potentially just doing it all virtually. And then once he can come back, getting back to the the full live stuff. Yeah, yeah, that whole kind of thing. It hasn't been easy, I know. Yes, yes. So um, I'm just riding it out and see where it goes. You know, like I enjoy my job. I love being a nurse. That's my number one priority. Yes. But Faces by Bravo has been an incredible outlet for me during, you know, it's not always an easy job. And especially this year, it's been a hard year. So um, it's been a great outlet and it's been a great way to like, connect with people like you guys even like something I never would have been able to do um you know prior to that you know it's something this it's given me opportunities to really connect with the people that I love on watching on television well you've done an amazing job you keep everybody so entertained we just love it you bring happiness and you give back to all the little kids and all the pediatric patients and then you give happiness and you give back to all the bravo people so thank you are you so really much. killing it thank you so much and, and you're gorgeous to look at so, oh thank you so, so thank are you, you for coming so, up. Well, i can't wait till we can fly I, to each coast i can't wait he's adorable he really is adorable and very good looking very easy to, to chat through <coughs> and such a good person great nurse and then he just did this as a hobby and he is amazing amount of followers i I look every day to see what he's doing he has what like 125,000 followers Mm -hmm. something like that that's a lot that's a lot and that came from a hobby a passion yes it's so fun so no excuses if you have like a really you want to do something just just do it start your hobby and you never know it's provided such a great escape for him through this time I and agree. everyone else and i love it i love to see what he does he's so oh, his memes are hilarious hysterical i'm glad he's gonna keep going with the green screen stuff because that really is very funny i love when he reenacts the housewife scenes well i just love it because i think it's inspiring to people that you know what if there's something creative and you mm-hmm. want to do it and it's your outlet don't let anybody say oh who's gonna follow you who's gonna just uh, he's 125,000 followers yeah. that's a lot of followers people it is and I just love it. So caviar dreamers, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed meeting the man behind the faces of Bravo. Find me, Margaret Josephs, at the real Margaret Josephs. And me at the life of Mrs. B. And we'll be here every Wednesday. Yeah, and by the way, follow my, you know, business, the Macbeth collection. Yeah, Hello. That's right. Buy the book. We got a and lot of things. Book, yes. A lot of instructions. Lot Maybe of instructions. you need a pen pre-order. and paper. Caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. You could go right at margaretjosephs.com, mm-hmm. click pre-order. It's on Amazon. Right it's, I mean, it's, it's literally everywhere. I yeah. mean, it's everywhere. Like me. So, I'm like mold. I'm going to grow all over <laughs> you. So just find it. All right. Thanks, Caviar Dreamers. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming.